I just want to say to anyone who's had something life-changing happen this year and the last couple of years and you're feeling it during the holidays, know that you're not alone. There's a lot of people who are in their thoughts, in their feelings, missing people or that life has changed. And I just want to say that's part of life. I send my love and best to you. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. I'm Jan. And I'm Erin. We're best friends, mother and daughter, rural entrepreneurs, and business partners of over two decades. Over 23 years ago, we jumped into the world of entrepreneurship in search of our big purpose. Three years ago, our hard work paid off when we launched an international print magazine, Trailblazer, and business membership. Through these, we have one mission, to empower rural women by helping them build successful businesses, all while cultivating the rural lifestyles they love. So through guest interviews and shows with just the two of us, we'll be chatting about topics like growth mindset, intuition, entrepreneurship, grit, resilience, and so much more. We're going to equip you with the know-how to navigate the sometimes murky waters of entrepreneurship. So whether you're rural, rural-hearted, or intrigued by the rural way of life, get ready to challenge yourself while learning from our experiences and other rural entrepreneurs as we explore the endless opportunities that lie ahead. Together, we can create something extraordinary. Welcome to the Trailblazer Podcast. Christmas. Yes. And the traditions of the holiday season. For us. Yeah. I, I, I wish this could be like a two or three way so we could hear what your traditions are. <laughs> I know. And when I first thought about it, I thought, I don't know, do I even have any? But when I started thinking about, to me, it goes along with kind of the seasons of my life, like different points in time. And I did different things at different times. So it's just kind of neat to reflect on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think for us, when you've got families that split, your traditions become very different. And so you've got to recreate and make new ones because the prior ones don't fit anymore. And yes. so you've had to do it and I've had to do it and we've had to do it together. We had to do it separately. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of different things going on. Yeah. So I'm going to dive in first because... We go back to this every time. I'm older. I've lived longer. And I had a past before Aaron was even born. So I come from a family of six kids. There's three boys, three girls. And so, of course, Christmas is bigger in every way just because of that. And so I look back to kind of Christmas traditions. And I really think it was my mom and dad who really... I don't know, gave me such a beautiful appreciation and a grounding and very reoccurrent things year after year, which you don't realize when you're little, but you come to cherish that, nourish that, look back to that. So, you know, when I was a kid growing up, I come from a Catholic family. As the youngest ones got a little older, we started going to midnight mass. And this is one of the things I really remember about Christmas Eve when most people are probably getting into cozy pajamas and watching a Christmas movie on TV, my mom would be setting out some of her amazing Christmas baking, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And I know that Midnight Mass wasn't at midnight. I'm thinking it was probably around 10 o'clock. And as far as I can recollect, we were all home in bed before midnight. 
But Christmas Mass was different. The church was dark, beautiful Christmas carols. The choir just bang up job, didn't matter where you go to Christmas Mass. And I just remember just having that wonderful feeling because when you get six Murphy kids on a bench in church and my mom and dad, we took up a whole row and it was just kind of wonderful to have that kind of cozy feeling. So that was definitely a core memory for you. Hey? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really a grounding memory. And we didn't open gifts on Christmas Eve. My gosh, when we got home from church, everyone just went to bed. And the rule in our house was you could not touch or start opening gifts until we were all around the tree and and them had to be seated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. But I remember one year when I was probably around five, I have an older brother who's a year older and a brother a year younger. We got up a little bit earlier and we actually snuck open one of our gifts. Just remember feeling so guilty. And when my dad came in the room or my mom, I'm not sure who, but we never did it again because that just felt so sacrilegious to have gone against that. So with a big family, gift opening <clears throat> takes a while. It wasn't just a big free-for-all with paper flying. And then another memory that I really have through those years is I think there was probably three times that I remember through the years where my dad would have to go out and bring the garbage bag back into the house that all the gift wrap got thrown into because some jewelry that he gave my mom inevitably ended up being scooped up into the big gift wrap garbage bag, whether it had been earrings or a necklace or something. Just remember everyone was just holding their breath, you know, for him to find it. One of the other things that I really love about Christmas Day eating, my mom always made cut up a beautiful fresh fruit salad and we had it with uh, cinnamon buns. We generally had a lighter breakfast because as you all know, the big meals come in later in the day and there'd be snacking and chips and snacks during games and all those different things. And we always typically had an earlier meal, 3.30, 4 o'clock. That seemed to be a time that we stuck to year after year. And the other thing I just wanted to add is about my mom's baking. My mom's shortbread and butter tarts are still the standard by which <laughs> I measure and assess every shortbread cookie and butter tart I've ever had since. And I still don't think I've come across anyone who can hold a candle to her baking. And the other thing I want to say is her baking is really good frozen, too. I remember one year laying in bed. I was, I would have been probably, I don't know, 12, 13 years. And I had a bedroom downstairs. And my two brothers had one right next to me. We sh they shared a room. And I heard her come down and open the freezer because my parents would, would have couples in for a visit and Christmas baking and a little ketchup during the holidays. And I, I heard my mom gasp one time when she opened the freezer. She had her, brought her serving tray down and I could hear her opening tins in the freezer. And she was going, <laughs> what? What? She just was just in disbelief. And I thought, oh, no. So here's the thing. I used to sneak baking. And I did not know that my brothers were sneaking baking as well. And so I would take a cookie, I would take a butter tart, 
blah, blah, blah. And I would always rearrange the baking so it didn't look like anything was missing. But I don't think my brothers uh, were doing the same thing. And I know for a fact that my brother Craig got caught with a stack of cookies under his bed. So anyways, that still is a memory that I just love. And I just really cherish that. So for any of us growing up, what our Christmas was like when we were kids, that's kind of how we try and pattern it, I guess, going forward. So yeah, that was just that's, I have great memories. You have wonderful memories. I do. I just yeah. really have great memories. And, uh, and yeah. I, and I think like how, I mean, so can you speak to then when you and dad got married and had Jesse and I and when you're starting your own family and how did that influence? Because I'll be honest, I don't remember any Christmases with us as a family. And like before you and dad divorced. divorced. I don't have any memory of that. Isn't that weird? I don't have really clear memories of it. I have memories of things that we did. Like I always made gingerbread men that we decorated. We had a tradition for several years where we made bagels together. Like I remember making bagels after you guys got divorced. And I we think that got s- carried through from before to oh, after. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like that. Well, not like that you bring that up, but I note that you bring that up because as I look back, when Christmas changed for me too. And I, and I feel bad because I sometimes think that I was just, I felt like kind of a Scrooge because Christmas wasn't the same anymore. And then we weren't like a before, family together what anymore. Do you, what do you mean Christmas wasn't the same anymore? After you and your dad and I got divorced. See, it's interesting. And you guys, we, we have, we've never talked about this together, no, right? No, we haven't. But the kind of ongoing joke here, like in, in present day, is that you're never in a rush to decorate. You want to push the decorating as far as you can. And I'm always the initiator and the one that gets excited. And given, you know, Luca's young and that's really important to me to to create the magic for him. I think up until having Luca, Christmas has always felt sad to me. Yeah. And I think uh, it's because there was, I think I've just always been envious of other families who have been a unit, right? And stayed together. Yeah. And because I think what you are feeling definitely came on to me, feeling as a, as a young kid when you and dad got divorced. So whatever yeah. you are feeling definitely came on to me. And I brought that on as myself too, as these negative associations with Christmas. I, I just my memories are probably this was after you and dad split we had boxes of like Christmas tinsel and I remember we were in the I think the duplex on the corner in Glenwood and I just decorated the house like I just went crazy with it taping this tinsel it was so tacky <laughs> to the walls to the walls everything down the hallway. yeah but I loved that so yes I always feel like I in my adult life and child life have been the initiator in the house for Christmas and yeah, and I, you know what, and here, here's an interesting thing. I think it was, I don't know, six months or last year, I was talking to my mom about Christmas. So my mom just turned, you know, grandma just turned 90 a couple of weeks ago. And if you were to hear her talk about Christmas, you can almost see her transform into a little girl in front of your eyes. Christmas was magical to her, and she still carries that feeling within her. and. 
I lost it somewhere along the way or got disconnected from it. And I'm glad that you recognize, and of course, here you are, you're a mom and a partner and everything to build traditions for Luca yeah. and yeah. for you guys as a family. And of course, I'm part of it as well. And I think with having a five-year-old in the house, it's helping me rediscover and appreciate the magic of what Christmas is for kids. And it's just, oh, it's just so wonderful yeah. and to see. It totally is. And yeah. For sure. Having young kids like that. But you know what? The young ki- young kids learn the energy and the meaning behind Christmas based on what you show and teach them. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I feel like I've healed that sadness association with Christmas for most of my life based on now being a mother myself and creating that magic for Luca and our family and starting our own traditions. And for the first time in the last five years, I just feel anchored in Christmas and I feel so grateful and it feels magical for me again because yeah I've got an opportunity to create our own traditions with Luca and and place the meaning on the things that I want to place the meaning on and that's quality time as a family and starting your own little things so yeah yeah and and I get that like for for a lot of people there's so much pressure on Christmas and I obviously we're acutely aware not everyone celebrates Christmas Mm-hmm. or celebrates the holidays or everyone's got their own version of what that is for you and this is our experience and yeah yeah what else would you want to say about that so- well I, I like that you just used the word anchored and because I would have used the word when I attribute back to divorcing is that I felt like I floated through Christmas after that because we would go, maybe we'd go to Kelowna to mom and dad's or we'd go up to my sister and her husband's. So every year, for many, many, many years, every year was different. And so we didn't do anything regularly Just as, as a tradition. Yeah. And yeah. so I love hearing that you feel anchored and grounded in that as it should be. You know, I think that's just great to hear. That has nothing to do with me, but that for you and Luca and and Jean. And I think when I look at it now, it was my mom's baking and it was these things and you could count on them like clockwork every year. And I think as human beings, we love tradition, we love routine, but then there's also seasons of our life where things change. And I'm recalling a time when you and Jesse were teenagers. I made this huge batch of gingerbread men and you had Tamara come over and Jesse had, I think three of his friends came over and we were going to do this huge decorating. And it (laughs) turned out to be just this huge afternoon of fun. And I don't know, the boys were 17 or 18. (laughs) They, they put anatomical parts. Let's just put it that way. Exaggerated anatomical parts on these gingerbread men. And it was just fun. And it was funny. And so I guess how I would describe Christmas for me now and the holiday season is to have those moments, those periods of time, whether it's an hour or two or a day or a half day around people that you love. And whether that's going over to my sister's for some baking treats and just 
having a holiday visit or whatever it is. And I maybe let go of feeling bad for not establishing year to year traditions when it just seemed like life was different every year. But I'm really glad to hear that you're feeling that way of anchoring for in. myself. Yeah. yeah. For you. Yeah. So yeah. Cause yeah. the same way that you felt like you were always floating same with me. And I'm sure Jesse felt the same way. I mean, it sucks having divorced parents during Christmas. Yeah. I remember every Christmas day being split like half year. And I know people whose families are still together. You still do that to spend time with each family. But we did that for so many years that like as an adult now, I'm so happy to put my foot down and say like, we're home for Christmas day or I'm not traveling because I did that for years. And to yeah. me, I love the coziness and just being anchored at home for Christmas day or for those couple days and not having that obligation. So yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Do you ever feel stuck in your life or like you're not completely aligned with your unique strengths and talents? Or maybe you want to do more and be more, but you just don't know how. We want to change that for you. We're going to help you explore the parts of you that are gutsy and resilient, the parts of you that have been shaped by your life experiences, the parts of you that want to live your life on purpose. Take the Discover Your Trailblazer Traits quiz today. It only takes three minutes. This quiz will show you how your unique combination of traits has helped to define how you see the world and your place in it. And here's the truth. We all have these traits, but we have them in greater or lesser degrees, which makes us all different. When you are certain about your unique value, then you can really shape the path you walk in your life. Take the Discover Your Traits quiz today and we'll help you forge a path that feels like coming home. Visit our website, www.trailblazerco.com forward slash traits dash quiz. That's T-R-A-I-T-S dash Q-U-I-Z. Or find us over on Instagram at trailblazerco and DM us the word traits quiz all together. And then I was thinking also, what are some of the things that we did through the holidays and great memories that I have? And this goes back to growing up is tobogganing. Oh, totally. When you got a big family and my dad used to take the skidoo and there's this hill in Edson called Wilmore, long, long, some parts steep toboggan hill. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember this one year, my grandpa came, my grandpa used to stay at different families through the year and we had him for Christmas this one year and he was in his early 80s and he wanted to come to bargaining that day so my grandpa he wasn't a very tall man he was maybe only I don't know five four five five came immigrated from Czechoslovakia mostly German speaking I don't recall ever having long in English conversations with him but gosh I loved him dearly Anyways, he got on this toboggan to go down the hill. I don't know who all was on it with him. Hit a big bump, flew off, and I just remember almost feeling like I was going to have a heart attack because I thought, oh, my God, we've killed Grandpa. But he got up, and he <laughs> refused to wear gloves. He got up. He shook the snow off his hands. He had his little cap on and his kind of longish coats. He didn't wear jackets. You know, he was always prim and proper when he went out and dad got down there on the skidoo brought him back up and he kept on going for the day and I thought wow this is 
some of the blood that runs through my veins. <laughs> yeah. I just always, uh, yeah, I just always really love that. I love that memory of him. And I, I think like this, this time of year is so much about remembering too. Like yeah. Looking back and laughing and sharing in memories. I think that's so precious. I know for Jean and Luca and I, uh so I love decorating I love decorating our front porch I love bringing out all the bins and each year it kind of seems like it gets added to more and more but with Luca so our tradition with him is every Christmas he gets I mean not when he was a baby but a Christmas advent calendar and then this year he has a Lego advent calendar and he is so nuts for it he loves it he's a little obsessed with Lego right now which is amazing because it's such a great toy for for just any kid. Oh my God. I even love it. We love it. Jean loves it. And so every morning he's been waking up at about six. So excited to open his Lego calendar and his chocolate calendar. And of course, Elf on the Shelf. And I know so many of you are going to be rolling your eyes. Oh my God. Because I know so many of you hate Elf on the Shelf and you wish you'd never started it. This is my first year doing it. I just started it uh, <laughs> this yeah. year. And uh, I'm actually, I love it. I love it so much. I just have to remember to do it. And I, I get that as soon as our kiddos go to bed, we're so exhausted. It is sometimes the last thing we feel like doing, being creative and where are we going to put her tonight? Anyways, but I've been so enjoying it. And Luca is so enamored by her, our, our little elf on the shelf. Her name is Lumi. And he goes and talks to her and he just talks about how much he loves her and, um, I don't know. And that's been so cool to it watch, is. hasn't it? It is. Yeah. He came down into my room, woke me up this morning in the dark. He walked in and um, yeah, he told me, oh, Lumi was in the Christmas tree this morning. And he said, I, I said, how did you find her there? And he said, I, I just knew it, Baba. I just knew, just, I just knew to go there and look. And there she was. And it's, uh, it's just really fun to, um, watch him imagine and just I don't know it gives him a good feeling and I think uh it, you know some people would argue about Santa and kids and how long they should believe and everything and I I don't know I think kids should believe in magic and wonderful for things for as long as we can as long as absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just really fun to see the whole elf on the shelf things and I I'm excited each night to see where you put her. <laughs> I, I am too. <laughs> I'm usually on Pinterest or Facebook looking for ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And then another tradition that we've started as a family is the Polar Express. So about an hour and a half away, we've got, it's a real train and it takes you on the whole journey of the story and the movie, the Polar Express. And so that kind of blows Luca's mind every year. We take this drive and hop on this train and there's, actresses and actors portraying the the workers on the train and the elves and billy and santa and comes on the santa train comes on the train and we get the magic <laughs> bell and we get the special mugs with hot chocolate <laughs> yeah yeah as an adult it's a lot because it's really loud and they're actresses and actors and you're going along with it and they're very animated and they're very animated <laughs> yeah but to see the look on the kids faces is that makes it worth it right there well, and I'm so glad you actually captured the expression on Luca's face when Santa came in the door. Just his eyes literally did pop open and his mouth 
And you just caught that moment. And that was just so cool because that's what's part of enjoying the enjoyment of Christmas is like. It's just seeing that wonderment in kids. Yeah, totally. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And like we've never been, I'm not going to say we don't buy gifts. For sure we do. But we've never been huge on like filling the tree with gifts, right? Through the years for a couple of reasons or factors. But some families I see and it's just insane like the amount of gifting and money spent but we've never really been no big on that well gosh through the divorce years yeah couldn't have afforded i know that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) but you know in reality like i have seen a few christmases where the tree's been overloaded but that was because again six kids and i remember one time we went and stayed at my aunt's and she had four so you got 10 kids four adults i think the tree was, the presents were stacked almost four feet high around the tree sitting in the corner. And I guess, you know, I mean, maybe partial to my upbringing, but to me, Christmas isn't so much about gift giving. It's nice to get something that, wow, I never would have thought of that. And so thoughtful of you to have done that. But it's really, for our family at least, it's that one time a year that we pause and take a break. Yeah. There's no other holiday or special day where we don't even slip in a couple hours of this or that like it's so I think to us that's what it it's about yeah coming together as a family and so Christmas decorations so when they come down I've always been down before New Year's because I like to start the new year fresh yeah me too and this year definitely we are we have a lady who comes and cleans and she'll be coming on the Wednesday between Christmas and New Year's, so definitely clean slate. We'll have all the stuff <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. But New Year's is also another time during the holiday season when people do different things. I know way back long ago, it used to be so much fun to go out to parties and stuff. And I remember being married when I was still married. There were company, there was company New Year parties, and I just found it gross to be have all these old guys just grab you and kiss you at midnight is just like it was that whole thing I don't think people do that anymore but I used to just be like oh my god so that's kind of what I associate with like big oh, new really? year's party is yeah. just highly inappropriate but back then it was like it was everybody did it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so I don't know right now I like to buy some appies or fix some appies that are favorites and a good movie and if I stay up till midnight yay if I don't no worries I remember the last year that I've stayed up till midnight (laughs) John and I are usually so exhausted and that's okay like I actually like waking up I mean with a five-year-old it's not like you sleep in so (laughs) go to bed at a good time and wake up on the first day of the new year feeling refreshed and not hungover I think that's a pretty great feeling it's an amazing (laughs) feeling Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling. And I just want to say I love the fresh beginning of a new year. My birthday's in January. And so as a kid in school, the teacher would always write the word Jan, abbreviated for January on the board. And I used to feel so cool (laughs) and special that I could look at my name on the board every day. But I was supposed to be a New Year's baby. I came 12 days late. So for me, January is the beginning of the new year. It's the beginning of my new year in terms of age. 
And I love January. I I know we talked about that September can feel like a fresh start. But and it totally does in its own way. And it, yeah. yeah, but January uh, certainly does. And do you make resolutions, Erin? Not in the typical sense. There's definitely new habits that I want to incorporate. But I, I typically don't. Honestly, I wish I could have a whole day just to be by myself writing to distill the year that just came and to talk about what I want for the upcoming year. But I can never seem to squeeze that into life. <laughs> so, yeah, in an ideal world, yeah, for sure I would. Not resolutions. I guess I'm kind of a rebel. I don't like doing it because I know everyone does it. Yeah. I, I want to create what my own version of that would be. How about you? Ah, there's nothing like the nostalgic smell and feel of turning the pages of a real print publication, collecting and cherishing the stories and wisdom within its pages to draw upon time and time again. Hey, we're Jan and Erin, creators and founders of Trailblazer Magazine, and we're all about helping you carve out time for yourself. We encourage getting lost in the world of breathtaking photos and immersive storytelling. Trailblazer Magazine is the perfect companion for those wanting to grow the trailblazer within. By exploring the stories, wisdom, and know-how of modern rural women, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and connected to the spirit of life beyond the city limits. Visit www.trailblazerco.com to shop all issues. You're definitely wanting to collect them all. Yeah, I gave up on the whole New Year's resolution thing a long time ago. First of all, probably like most people, I get three weeks in and it's gone anyways. So I think I would say incorporating better habits and those are for the long haul because to me, resolutions just feel more like short-term fixes. Yeah, and, and, and I think the timing of it too, yeah. like there's some habits that I want in 2024 that I'm, as soon as I get over this cold, I'm going to start incorporating into my life before. So it's not this black and white day and night like total switch to okay here's my new life here's my new routine yeah. here's like that doesn't that's not I'm brand new I got all the supplements <laughs> yeah. gone I'm well, grinding in people, the gym five days but although yeah, some people can do that they can take yeah. advantage of that fresh slate and incorporate and then keep going and that's fantastic I'm just I know myself and that doesn't work for me it won't be sustainable if I do that I know well, for that reason you're kind of an all or nothing all well, in yeah or... I'm totally working on that too because that's not <laughs> sustainable <laughs> yeah. don't laugh what would you be you're just a, a nothing <laughs> well I'm, I've been kind of coasting for a while I had made the promise to myself that my 65th year that I would get back into really good shape and da 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 da, da and that didn't happen maybe I mean, you do need to make a resolution <laughs> you know here we are I'm like you know we're a couple of weeks out from the new year a week and a half beyond that for my birthday and I'm going I think I've realized that drawing that line in the sand is like you're gonna get to it you know kind of that self-talk it's not helpful for me anymore so I think it's just a gradual thing I I definitely have some some goals and to have it habits to reinstate and that'll be a whole other episode it will <laughs> yeah <laughs> lord knows yeah so yeah so we have christmas coming up new year's and then yeah the new year is is officially here so back to christmas because i want to i feel like we we're really sad talking about christmas and maybe 
it's the not so Christmas things about Christmas. And and that's just the reality, right? Yeah. I do want to say to you, though, my favorite memories of Christmas as a child were at Tim and Alan Hunt's house when we stayed there for Christmas on Bear Lake. Because I remember their house was beautiful. We made those homemade bagels. Like, and we went cross-country skiing, like, a couple times a day because yeah. the frozen lake was right out the back. That has, was, like, one of my favorite Christmas memories ever. Yeah. We were we house-sat for them, yeah. you, me, and Jesse, while they went away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was because their, their, their house on the lake was, was just stunning. It was, like, picture-perfect idea of what a cottage on the lake would look like. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. But there you go. There, again, is another example of something completely different for Christmas floating here floating there I know and it's also and I'm glad to hear that that was a great memory for you oh yeah absolutely and I think it too and we're we're going to talk about this later in our divorce podcast because it's fascinating to me how that people in the same family remember different things and remember periods of time or landmarks or these big moments in life so completely differently and I think we all forget that that what that was for me wasn't that for you yeah necessarily well I think that that was a good Christmas because we weren't at home alone kind of thing and so that I would say that that was I had forgotten that we had done that but yeah that was a beautiful beautiful place to be now when I think of that though what caps me off is the way it ended and Jesse was outside fooling around with a golf club yeah and he punctured a hole in the gas meter on the side of the house and gas started coming out. So that created a situation oh, yeah. where we had to do an emergency phone call and stuff before. So there's always, with kids, right? There's always stuff going on. Oh, yeah. And I remember him trying to deny that he did it and the golf club is sitting right well, there. Well, he was probably so scared. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I remember, too, the house... The the Christmas where I decorated with tinsel, Jesse and I, my older brother, would go searching for the presents that mom got us. And we just had to know where did they were. Did you ever find them? Yeah, that year we totally did. I think they were in like the top of a closet. Anyways, you could have done way better in hiding them. <laughs> but we totally found them. And we were so excited to see if mom had gotten us a couple pieces of clothing that were so cool and that we wanted so bad. So we opened them up. So gently peeling off the tape, unwrapping the box, opening the box, and here were the clothes that we had asked for. Well, yay me. Yeah, so we tried them on, and they you fit great. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, remember this? I. That's long, so long ago. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah. So Jesse and I tried on the clothes, folded them ever so neatly, put them back in the box, closed the box, wrapped them again with the tape, and put them back. And you never knew. Gosh. I'm sure and, many kids do this. Yeah. Did you look surprised on Christmas morning? Oh, yeah, you? for yeah. sure we did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I shouldn't say about the looking because we would look, but my dad, I finally found out years later how he kept us from finding the presents. He locked them in the trunk of the car. Nobody ever, oh, nobody that's smart. ever thought. Well, yeah. of course, and we wouldn't have been looking for car keys. We were too little, but uh, yeah. 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 You forget about that, right? This year, it was so funny. I ordered Luca some Lego off of Amazon. And so I kept it all in the box and I haven't had time to wrap anything yet. So Jean and I have a wooden bed frame. And so I, I lifted up the bed frame and the box just fit under there. 
I had to lift it up by two inches and then the box under there. And a couple, about a week ago, he, I don't know what he, he was playing on the floor, something, and he found the box and he tried to pull the box out, but obviously it won't fit. It's too tall to come over the lip of the bed. And he, so he like thinks I'm magic because he's like, mommy, you're magic. How did you get that box under there? Not thinking, right, that I had to lift the bed frame, put oh the box gosh. under. So it was just the cutest thing. He thinks that I'm magic. Well, he thinks you're magic anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't really have anything more to add. How about you? No, I think Christmas is so much what we make it. And I think I remind, I try and remind myself about this all the time is to release and let go of expectations. I think Christmas as joyous and magical as it can be or appear to be for a lot of people. It can also be a sad time. It's stressful. Family dynamics come to play and there's just so many layers, layers to Christmas that, gosh, you know, you turn on the TV and the consumerism and these expectations of the perfect meal, the perfect table, the perfect all this. And that's not what it's about. It's about no. those quality moments with our family and creating memories, whatever those memories look like that you'll be talking about for years to come, just like we did today. Right. Yeah. To me, that's that's what it is. Yeah. And when you say that, I think about in 2021, it was the first year without my dad. I probably wouldn't have seen my dad at Christmas because I would have been home here, but just knowing that. And so I just want to say to anyone who's had something life-changing happen this year and the last couple of years and you're feeling it during the holidays, know that you're not alone. There's a lot of people who are in their thoughts, in their feelings, missing people or that life has changed. And I just want to say that's part of life. I send my love and best to you that the holidays do tend to make us acutely aware of what we do have and then sometimes maybe what we no longer have. So what we've lost. Yeah. yeah. Be kind to yourself. Take care of yourself. And yeah, I guess that's how I would close. Yeah. So we send you love. However, you're celebrating this time wherever you are. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas. You did it. You just finished another episode of the Trailblazer podcast. We love bringing you real life stories and know-how from rural women. Head over to our website, www.trailblazerco.com for today's show notes with all the links and special offers from today's sponsors. Want to help us grow? Tag us and screenshot this episode or share your takeaways in the comments over on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to see you over there. So this is Jan and Erin signing off. See, see you, you next time, Trailblazers. Trailblazers.